Hello and welcome to Leave Your Mark. I'm your host, Scott Livingston, and this is where I explore the influences that have shaped the lives of our incredible guests. These are the stories of lives worth talking about. Follow me on Twitter at Built by Scott and Instagram at King O'Pain, or link up with me on my Facebook fan page, Scott G. Livingston. My goal is to empower and inspire a community of people who take every opportunity to live a high-performing life. Before I get started on today's podcast, I want to take a moment to connect you with my sponsor, ReconditioningHQ.com. Reconditioning is a method and language of integrated practice that brings the worlds of therapy and conditioning together and helps them become more powerful and more practical. If you live in one or both of these worlds or you use the services of a therapist or conditioning coach, you know that sometimes they don't see eye to eye. They aren't on the same page. Reconditioning provides a time-tested process for aligning these two worlds and creating impactful solutions to performance problems. And now the entire approach is available for you to digest online from the comfort of your own home. Follow them at ReconditioningHQ on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or become a member of their Facebook Reconditioning HQ Revolution community and join the Reconditioning Revolution. Hello and welcome to Leave Your Mark. It is a Sunday remarks. Uh, I've been away for a couple of weeks and uh, coming back to you guys with a little commentary. Um, wanted to talk today. It is Mother's Day. And so I figured I would talk a little bit about the idea of parenting and my experience with parenting and then my respect for my wife who is the mother of our daughter and for my mom and you know as a parent if you're not a parent one day you may have that experience and fundamentally I had no idea what I was getting into when it all started I guess I had my beliefs and sort of fundamental understandings of what parenting might be and What I didn't recognize going into it is just how all-consuming it was. And I actually thought that when I would have my daughter, I would be instantly in love with this little person and just completely enraptured by it. And to be honest with you, I I wasn't. I I found it kind of strange. It was... uh, kind of a difficult experience. Uh, And I remember saying to my wife, Jamie, that, you know, I felt awkward in parenthood, especially for the first few years. And I would often say to her, let me know when she turns three and uh, I'll be ready to sort of get get, uh, more invested intellectually in this process. I mean, it really is uh, very challenging in the first few years. And our daughter was quite challenging. Uh, She was a bit of a a crying baby, um, kind of the ba- kind of baby that was pretty calm, cool, and collected. But then when she went sideways, she went sideways, and it was a challenge for us. But my wife and I are both a little bit of control freaks, and I think um, this idea that we both had kids—a a kid went a little bit later in life. I was in my mid forties, and Jamie in her mid thirties, and. Um, you know, it was kind of a shock for us to all of a sudden be dad and mom and having been used to sort of controlling our environment, controlling our realities. Now we had this little person and, you know, that is, I think, the 
the greatest sort of learning curve in parenthood is that you no longer are in control. You are controlled by this little person and you're effectively living your life to sort of manage around uh, this little person. And especially in the first few years when they really can't take care of themselves. And, you know, in respect to Mother's Day, I reflect back on Jamie's experience. And the first few years were really tough for her. She uh, she struggled with being a mom and and what that meant and and how her life had changed. But you know, she slowly but surely righted that ship and and through it all. Even though though she was struggling at times, uh, she was able to be a fantastic mom. And she's turned into the kind of person as a mom that I just have so much respect for and the beauty of her motherhood is is so cool like watching her um you know how she relates to my uh, my daughter how she um ensures that my daughter is both independent but at the same time connected uh, my brother gave us a book uh, Hold On to Your Kids was a fantastic book. And if you ever have a chance to read it, I suggest uh, Before Parenting. It's a a great book to connect to. to, And it really talks about the idea of attachment and how kids um, attach to their parents as their primary point of attachment, which is a normal thing. But how in sociologically that's changed a lot in the last 20, 30 years with, you know, the us going from the dual parent, but usually one working parent to two working parents sort of situation to daycare to, you know, all these different stimulus and uh, interventions from different parties in our lives, whether that be through uh, schooling, social media, etc. What can often happen is that your child can become sort of primarily connected to their friends and their friends are even though they may mean well or sometimes not um their their primary focus is themselves and so the book really gets into this idea of how you maintain and create connection and one of the biggest strategies is by having sort of consistency and um, different kinds of traditions and we have effectively worked really hard at always having our our family meals together, always uh, dropping our daughter off at the bus and picking her up and being sort of connected and making connection at that, always sort of having the end of day debrief, uh, what's going on, what went on at school, how was your day, sort of always sort of that sense that my daughter has this consistency in her life. And whether you're able to give that or not, I mean, that's, you know, one of the big things I think for, for maintaining that connection is just having that sort of consistent touch point. And the family meal is really a big one of those where you sit down at night and you have dinner together and you talk about things, even if you don't have great conversations, the fact that you're there and you, you have that communication point is huge. And my wife, Jamie's really, you know, ensured that we always do that. You know, we're, she takes the time to cook regularly. I obviously do some as well, but she's got a real um, connection to that. And ironically, when we first dated, I was more the cook than she was, and she just took the bull by the horns and became stronger and stronger at that over time. And I think part of that is her desire to be a, a really good mom and to 
to feed Gretchen well, etc. And so, you know, in her motherhood, she has grown as a person and um, really become such a, a powerful spirit. And which reminds me of my own mom, you know, like uh, on Mother's Day, uh, we all reflect on our parents. I was adopted and my mom adopted me, which means I was chosen by her. And she always did the very best to take care of me, to be connected to me, to provide that attachment point. Always had dinner at home with mom and always came home sometimes from school at lunchtime and she would always have lunch ready for me. And I grew up in a, you know, a fractured home in after I was 15, 16, my parents divorced. But, you know, my mom was always there and always did her best to be, um, you know, well connected to me and, and my support system. And, and as I went off to college and then on to my profession, my mom was always a phone call away, always a, a participant in my life in some way, shape or form. And now that she's older, you know, um, I kind of reflect on, you know, the great spirit and human that she was and the great care she took in me and how that's uh, supported my growth as a person and allowed me to flourish. So to all the mothers out there on Mother's Day weekend, I say happy Mother's Day. Uh, For those of you, obviously, who have a mom, your point of reflection around that and your connection to them is in spirit is huge. And if your mother is no longer on this earth, um, well, I wish uh, her um, the best in terms of the angels taking care of her and and your best with, um, you know, who you're connected to now in spirit. So all the best to you this weekend, and we'll see you this week with uh, some fantastic podcasts coming up in the Leave Your Mark podcast legacy. Take care. Bye. The reconditioning experience is completely virtual. We've taken our signature courses, R1 Foundations, and R2 Designs and loaded them onto an online platform. We combine this recorded video experience with live Zoom labs to bring all the principles and practices of reconditioning to life through applied case study. In turn, you walk away with how to best use this language of common practice to bring the worlds of therapy and performance together in one powerful approach that creates lasting change in your client's performance. And we want to see you thrive. So we've built a powerful eight-week mentorship program so you can own the information you've learned in a way that aligns with your working environment. We want you to be the human performance professional everyone wants to work with. Last but not least, we believe that success in life begins with the right mindset. We know that the statistics for burnout in human performance are significant and that many of our colleagues face questions every day about personal fulfillment and living their best life. This is why we have a landmark program for human performance professionals called Empower You. This program is all about crafting your best life, living purposefully, and enjoying the fruits of your impassioned labor. Our next one starts May 15th. For more information about our courses or our process, please visit us at reconditioninghq.com or feel free to reach out to us directly on any of our social networks. We'd love to help you thrive. Thanks for joining us today on Leave Your Mark. I hope we've left a mark on you today, and we wish only that you pay it forward by sharing this story, taking the time to rate and comment on this podcast. Please follow us at Twitter at Built by Scott and Instagram at King O'Pain and become a member of this community at Scott G. Livingston on Facebook. Have a great day. Music by Cedric de Saint-Rome.